Hello again, hello Just called to say hello I couldn't sleep at all tonight And I know it's late But I couldn't wait Hello, my friend, hello Just called to let you know I think about you every night When I'm here alone And you're there at home Hello But I put my heart above my head We've been through it all And you love me just the same And when you're not there I just need to hear Hello My friend, hello It's good to need you so It's good to love you like I do And to feel this way When I hear you say Hello Hello again, my friends. Hello. Welcome back to another edition of the Stu Effect. I'm Stuart Myers. We are Wednesday, January 6th, 2021, and we're awaiting a news conference at 5 p.m. today from Premier Francois Legault, who is expected to announce a stricter lockdown. 
and we'll have that for you a little later on when the news conference takes place. So we have a lot to get to today and before we we get to it I just wanted to make mention of the song that we introed with. It's Neil Diamond's Hello Again from the movie The Jazz Singer. Great movie and great uh, artist Neil Diamond. Um, so like I said we're gonna get you what you need to know in news and sports and a shortened version of what is on my mind. So without further ado, here is what you need to know. In Quebec, recorded 2,641 new cases of COVID-19 and added 47 deaths on Wednesday as hospitalizations spiked by 76. That brings the total number of people infected in Quebec since the beginning of the pandemic to 217,999, of which 184,904 have now recovered. There are 24,603 cases of COVID-19 in the province. Total deaths now come to 8,488. Among those 47 newly reported deaths, 13 occurred in the last 24 hours, 28 between December 30th and January 4th, five occurred before December 30th, and one happened at an unknown date. The number of hospitalizations increased by 76 compared to the previous day for a cumulative total of 1,393. Among those, the number of people in intensive care increased by eight for a total of 202. The province administered 6,221 doses of, co of the uh, vaccination on Tuesday for a total of 38,984. On January 4th, the province conducted 31,470 COVID-19 tests for a total of 38,984. The province reports its testing figures two days after they are conducted. And Montreal was once again the most affected uh, region, adding 846 new cases for a total of 76,826 since March. Following Montreal, the Montérégie added the second most new cases with 436, bringing their total to 30,793. And then Laval, 293 new cases, bringing their total to 18,127. Next in line is La Nozière, 189 new cases, bringing their total to 16,087. Chaudière-Appalaches, 169 new cases, bringing their total to 9,030. And Morissi et Centre du Québec, 160 cases, um, bringing their total to 10,523. And Quebec City, 153 new cases, bringing their total to 18,928. And rumors are circulating around... The next phase of the province's lockdown are expected to come to a head uh, this evening, Wednesday evening, when Premier Francois Legault will hold a highly anticipated press conference, potentially announcing a province-wide curfew. The, um, so the Quebec government is set to make an announcement today that would place the province under the tightest restrictions since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, a lockdown coupled with an overnight curfew. The new restrictions and extended lockdown measures would come as the local COVID-19 situation spirals out of control with hospitalizations topping 1,300 and an average of 2,578 new cases per day in the last seven days. A government source confirmed to or the CTV News that the curfew is on the table. Now, according to a report from La Presse, Premier Francois Legault is expected to impose new stay-at-home orders starting at 8 p.m. enforced 
by police fines. According to the report by La Presse, the grocery stores will be asked to close earlier at 7 p.m. or 7.30 p.m., for example, to allow their employees to go home. Legault has a press conference scheduled for 5 p.m. Wednesday. If a decision is announced about a curfew, it would make Quebec the first province in Canada to impose such a measure. The curfew would co also come with other confinement measures resembling those that took place in the spring. Businesses would rely on teleworking where possible. Non-essential stores would remain closed and only essential construction and manufacturing work would remain open. La Presse reports adding this, that some projects most notably work on the REM light rail line would be allowed to continue. The return to school will also be pushed back according to the report originally scheduled to return on January 11th. The government is expected to announce that elementary schools will return to class on January 18th and high school would return the following Monday, January 25th. <clears throat> Manitoba Premier Brian Pallister also said he was seriously looking at a province-wide curfew in early November when Manitoba had the country's worst COVID caseload. However, a Quebec curfew wouldn't be a complete first in Canada or even in Quebec. Some smaller jurisdictions reached that milestone last spring when uh, hamlets in Nunavik uh, in Quebec's far north were put under a 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew with their first COVID-19 cases. Curfews would be the end of would be at the end of the spectrum where the wheels have fallen off and you're basically grasping at straws for anything to keep the virus under control because your healthcare system is getting stretched beyond capacity, said Dr. Isaac Bogosh, an infectious disease specialist. Uh, the logic behind curfews is simple. It's simply that they limit people's contact and their chances to gather outside um, their households. Curfews can be effective, uh, Bogosh said, but only when combined with other stringent public health measures. They never used... They're never used on their own. Quebec is reportedly also looking at closing manufacturing plants, construction work, and all offices as well as schools on top of the, the places, places already ordered closed, such as restaurants. Curfews can also take different forms, not only in terms of what time they begin each night, but also in what they limit. For example, Ohio first had a curfew on alcohol sales, banning any sales after 10 p.m. Later, in late November, the state broadened the curfew um, banning people from being outside their homes between 10 and 5 a.m., except if they were seeking medical help while traveling to or from work or to get necessary food and social services. That order is currently in place until January 23rd. Quebec may have particular uh, particular problems uh, in instituting a curfew. A poll in November found that out of all Canadians, Quebec men are the most opposed to the idea of a COVID-19 curfew, with nearly half of men aged 18 to 34 in the province opposed. Uh, notes from a former Montrealer who is currently under curfew, Lauren Reynolds, who lived in Montreal for six and a half years, is now under a nighttime curfew in Paris and says it's not so bad, at least compared to the 24-7 lockdown order in place for about six weeks before, before that until mid-December. And, and unfortunately moved away. So as Quebec remains firm on its decision, uh, in other news, as Quebec remains firm on its decision to hold back second doses of the COVID, the coronavirus uh, vaccine, families of some of the first Pfizer vaccine recipients are threatening legal action. Joyce Shanks is one of the people demanding that the province administer second doses. Her father, a resident at the Monarchy's long-term care home in Cote St. Luke, was one of the first people to get a dose of the new vaccine. Shanks said it was a ray, ray of hope after nine months of being scared to death. She says the letter of consent had 
had to be signed for the vaccine to be administered, which outlined the process of being immunized, requiring two doses 21 days apart. According to Shanks, the day her father was prepared to receive a second dose, the province changed its plan. She and her father were notified that he would have to wait. Instead, the vaccine would, uh, that would have gone to Shanks' father would be given to someone else as a first dose. Um, I would like to advise you of a significant uh, change, wrote Dr. Lawrence Rosenberg, the CEO of the CISSS, that overseas Maimonides, um, individuals who have already received their first of uh, their two doses of the Pfizer vaccine will have to wait longer than expected to get their second doses. Shank said she was devastated. The hope, the, that glimmer, the ray was gone, she said. In response, Shanks and other members of the Maimonides Family Advocacy Committee have commissioned an open letter threatening legal action against the province. They say withholding the second dose goes against what people signed for in their consent forms and is therefore a breach of contract. The letter addressed to Quebec Liberal, uh, the Quebec Premier François Legault and Health Minister Christian Dubé. Uh, no other jurisdiction has adopted this dangerous approach. Reads the letter. There's medical proof that indicates. A single dose is insufficient, a counterproductive, and raises the risk of being infected by COVID-19. Julius Gray, a Montreal lawyer and former president of the Canadian Human Rights Foundation, co-wrote the open letter. It appears to be legally wrong, said Gray. The other problem is that it may be medically wrong. And a spokesperson for Pfizer said uh, this week that the company does not support provinces' plan to withhold a second dose of the vaccine. It's not accurate. That is... Uh, that's. It's not accurate that this model is supported by Pfizer. Quebec's health department says a single dose of the vaccine provides most of the protection against the virus. The second dose, according to Dr. Gaston de Serres of Quebec's National Public Health Institute, serves to extend that protection. Members of the Mamadi's family advocacy groups are demanding that the second dose be administered before January 9th, 2021. If that doesn't happen, then we are put in a position where we would have to make an injunction, said Gray. I hope that won't happen. And Quebec public schools are less than a week away from returning to classes after an extended winter break, or possibly not. With the provincial government expected to announce stronger lockdown measures, including a curfew uh, on Wednesday, later today, what shape learning will take in the near future remains a mystery. Elementary school and high school students were supposed to return to school on uh, July 11, uh, January 11th. Quebec Provincial Association of Teachers uh, President Heidi Yatman said that presents problems. High schools are a little bit easier because students are a bit more independent. They're 12 and over, she said. But elementary schools are tougher, especially for the younger grades. In-person presence is so, so important. Kindergarten age, grade one and two, it's going to be difficult on the parents. It's going to be difficult on the teachers to do online work. Quebec's Association uh, of Pediatricians recommends a return to class, reiterating a position it took last spring. In the statement, the association said that they're asking Premier Legault to maintain January 11th as a back-to-school day while taking all the measures necessary to track and prevent the spread of the virus in schools. The fight against COVID should not be carried out at the expense of the students. Meantime, everyone flying into Canada will be required to provide proof of a recent negative test result for COVID-19 as of 11.59 Wednesday. The new stipulation, which would announce, uh, was announced last week, brings Canada in line with dozens of other countries, including France, Portugal, Brazil, and Russia. Some airlines have also implemented similar rules, even for flights that are landing in countries that do not have this requirement. In Canada, the requirement applies to all passengers five years of age or older, regardless of whether their travel is considered essential or non-essential. Exemptions apply to the crew members, emergency service providers, and anyone on a plane that is landing in Canada to refuel.
All passengers from whom for whom those exemption circumstances do not apply must present their airline with a proof of negative results from a PCR test taken uh, within 72 hours of their scheduled departure time. Without the proof, the government says they will not be allowed to board the flight. PCR tests, a short form of polymerase chain reaction test, involves swabbing a person's nose or throat to take a sample, then analyzing the sample to determine whether the person had COVID-19 at the time of the test. It is the most common method of rapid testing to detect current cases of COVID-19. Tests acceptable for air passengers entering Canada include those from laboratories that have been accredited by governments, those from laboratories that have memberships in a professional association, and those from laboratories who have been accredited by the International Organization for Standardization. The test may not be covered by a travel insurance plan. If it is not, it is up to the passenger to pay for their own test. Even with proof of a negative test, travelers entering Canada must quarantine for their first 14 days of the country. Anyone whose quarantine plan is not considered acceptable will be placed in a federal quarantine facility. Federal quarantine facilities will be used to house anyone who is arriving in Canada from a country that does not offer PCR tests. Passengers on Canadian-bound flights will still have to answer health screening questions, undergo temperature checks, and wear masks as required. Violating uh, any of those requirements can result in charges under the Quarantine Act with maximum penalties of up to six months in jail or a fine of up to $75,000. However, even when violations are referred to law enforcement, only warnings are issued in the majority of cases. The federal government recommends that anyone uh, unused, uh, unsure how they can obtain a PCR test outside the country contact their airline, local authorities, or the nearest Government of Canada office. According to the Public Health Agency of Canada, approximately 6,000 cases of COVID-19 in the country, just under 2% of the total, have been linked to international travel. Meantime, a young woman was rushed to hospital Tuesday evening after being stabbed in Dorval. Police responds, responded to a 911 call at 9.45 on Tuesday. The caller reported an illegal attack on an 18-year-old woman off Highway 520. The woman was found at the intersection of Orly and Michel Jasmin Avenue, south of the airport. She sustained a wound to the upper body and was conscious when paramedics brought her to the hospital. They said very quickly they don't fear for her life. Police arrested a 28-year-old man in alleged connection to the stabbing who was nearby the scene when police arrived. At least one person appears to have witnessed the assault. She'll be questioned. Police erected a barricade in the area while a suspect awaited his meeting with investigators. Montreal firefighters descended to the scene of a dangerous dumpster fire in uh, in Cosmont La Petite Patrie early Wednesday morning. Officials received a call at 3.15 a.m. that the blaze had begun outside 1451 Bobien East, a three-story commercial building. The garbage fire spread into the building, breaking windows and triggering two alarms. 75 firefighters arrived on the scene to quell the flames. No injuries were reported. The grocery store on the first level sustained fire and water damage, as well as the office on the floor above. Police aided uh, firefighters to erect a barricade around the area, which has since cleared. Which has been cleared. Investigations. Investigators are looking into the cause of the fire. Quebec Provincial Association of Real Estate Brokers say it was the best December on record for home sales la uh, last month across every Montreal neighborhood. The association says uh, agents sold 4,613 Montreal homes in December, up 32 from the 3,503 during December 2019. Montreal's median price for a single-family home was 430000 in December 2020, 21% higher than the same time last year, with condo prices up 14% to 325000 and plex prices up 
10% of 640,000. The association says the sales were especially hot in Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu, North Shore Laval, the South Shore, and Vaudreuil-Soulange. But the association director of market uh, analysis, Charles Brandt, also says the pace of condo listings exceeds condo sales on the island of Montreal. Well, 44% fewer single homes were listed for sale in December compared with the same month last year. Condo listings in Montreal spiked 80% to the highest December level in 2020. And the news in sports, confidence carried the day for Team USA at the 2021 IIHF World Junior Cha- uh, Championships before their gold medal victory against Team Canada. Tuesday night in Edmonton, American forward Trevor Zagres said that goaltender Devin Levy hadn't really been tested in the tournament. He was honest. There's nothing wrong with being honest. Um, perhaps Zagres was right. Canada cruised through a group stage that was far weaker in depth than the American counterparts. Levy, who made 19 saves in Canada's 2-0 loss, hadn't faced an attack like America brought on Tuesday. Uh, like American America brought on Tuesday, American goalie Spencer Knight made 34 saves for a shutout, and Zagres had a goal and an assist. Alex Turcott scored the other goal for the United States, who have defeated the Canadians in four in the four consecutive World Junior Finals. They faced each other 2004, 2010, 2017, and now 2021. Canada had their undefeated record snapped in the tournament's final game. And that's what you need to know in news and sports. Back with what, a shortened version of what's on my mind in just a moment. And we are back with what is on my mind for this day, January 6th, 2021. As a lockdown looms, as you heard in the news, Premier Francois Legault is expected to announce a stricter lockdown and even a curfew uh, at 5 p.m. Uh, today. And... Um, it looks like that's going to happen, um, and the but the the thing that is on my mind is uh, first of all uh, the homeless advocates are warning that a lockdown will cause trouble uh, in the homeless community uh, as they will be getting the brunt of the fines because they have nowhere to go. They can even uh, get a lot of fines or even be put in jail, and we'll have to see. The other thing is that the, um, the potential lockdown in a potential lockdown it looks like that they will ask grocery stores and, and uh, pharmacies and whatnot to close at 7 p.m so that their employees can actually get home before the curfew now that is a smart idea but if you're gonna do that you have to close the stores at seven to give the workers an hour to get home because uh, a lot of workers sometimes they live far away from where they work and they have to take public transit if you don't do that then they're gonna you're gonna have situations where the police are gonna say well what are you doing where are you going and may give tickets to people who are just going home from work um, they will have to they will probably give warnings at the beginning uh, for, for for that uh, but they have to give a little grace for people who need to get home from work uh, non-essential business businesses should close uh, they should not defy the government. There will be strict fines. If you're not essential, you need to close. And uh, uh, because it's getting out of hand, expert and, and a curfew um, uh, may cause problems. A lot of the uh, there was a poll that they say most male Quebecers are opposed to the uh, to the curfew. Um, and uh, in case they may defy it, which would cause big fines but the bigger issue here is that 
nobody has uh, has come out with yet is if so many people defy the the curfew the the, the lockdown and get fines what will end up happening is just like what happened back in 2012 when there was the student protest you remember the red square uh, protests where the cops were giving a lot of tickets they boxed in people and gave a lot of tickets uh, and everybody contested the tickets so instead of uh, saturating the court system they dismissed all those tickets and this could be uh, this could potentially happen again if people defy and contest their tickets you know they may that it could saturate the uh, the court system so that remains to be seen uh, again it looks like uh, if there is going to be a, a strict lockdown that the courts will only be hearing emergency uh, situations the rental boards would close it'll be probably uh, back if not worse than uh, the lockdown back in March uh, it, it uh, especially with a curfew and uh, they they the curfew is meant to curb people from being on the street there could be you know people going to the depanner to get alcohol and that will not happen uh, they, the 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 um, stores will probably end up closing at 7 p.m. Uh, so that they can the employees can get home for 8 p.m. we will have to see what what's going to happen what Premier Legault announces uh, a little later on at 5 p.m. we will be back and updating this podcast um, to effect after Premier Legault's um, press conference one other breaking news detail to share uh, the House of um, the the House uh, was supposed to the of the Electoral College was supposed to certify the election results in the United States. They convened. The Repo- Republicans uh, challenged and they rebuked the Arizona votes. So now both houses of Congress are debating as we speak. Uh, Electoral College certification of these votes, um, which is uh, a mess right now in the U.S., and I'm not going to touch that. But we will be back a little later on after Premier Legault's press conference to update this podcast and confirm the impending stricter lockdown. So we'll be back in uh, just a little while with that information. And we are back. On this to effect just after 6 p.m. again on January 6, 2021, as promised, Premier Francois Legault's press conference is over and we have the key points of the new measures he implemented uh, with cases, hospitalizations and deaths on the rise in Quebec. We're in the battle of our lives, says Premier Francois Legault on Wednesday. That's why shock treatment is required, he said. He announced that Quebec will become the first province to impose a curfew. So, here, here it stands. As of Saturday, and for four weeks until February 8th, the curfew will be in place from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. across Quebec. Quebecers should stay home over the next month, with exceptions being traveling to and from work, school, and grocery shopping, Legault said. Some other key points. During the curfew hours, Quebecers will be will not be allowed to be outside unless they're going to and from work. Offenders could face fines of between $1,000 and $6,000. Uh, 
police officers will be there to make sure everybody respects the rules. Legault said grocery stores and dépanneurs will have to close at 7.30 p.m. However, pharmacies and gas stations can stay open. Some businesses will be allowed to provide curbside pickup. Elementary schools will reopen Monday. Elementary school students are to wear masks in the hallways. Those in grades 5 and 6 will have to wear them in class as well. High schools will reopen the following week, January 18th. The government will distribute masks to schools. It will be mandatory for office workers to uh, to work from home. All non-essential businesses as well as places of worship will be closed until February 9th, 8th. Individual activities will be allowed outdoors, meaning skating, skiing, and walking are permitted, but no team sports. And Quebec should be extra prudent over the next four weeks, especially people 65 and over. Grandparents, for example, should not take care of grandchildren because kids can transmit the virus. So that's basically implemented a curfew. Nobody on the streets, nobody allowed out between the hours of 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. unless you're going to work. Um, and... Um, which, in my opinion, is a mistake. Schools reopen for elementary next Monday, January 11th, and then the high schools will reopen a week later on January 18th. That's a mistake, in my opinion. If you're going to do a curfew, you should keep the schools closed. For the high schools, they should be uh, doing online learning. But this is what we know, and this is what's going to happen. As of Saturday, nobody allowed out of the house between the hours of 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. Um, unless you're um, going to work. And again, uh, you sh Premier Legault is urging Quebecers to stay home for the next month unless they're traveling to and from work, school, or grocery shopping. And uh, grocery stores and dépanneurs will have to close at 7.30 so th their employees can get home for the curfew and police will be uh, enforcing those. There should be a news conference tomorrow where they uh, announce specifics of what discipline measures will be taken. We'll have all that information uh, on tomorrow's uh, stew effect. So once again, curfew, 8 to 5, 8 p.m. to 5 p.m. starting this Saturday, February 8th, and uh, Saturday, this Saturday, January um, the 9th until February 8th, nobody on the streets between 8 and 5. This has been Stuart Myers for the stew effect and we will be back tomorrow with more news on this impending curfew and lockdown. And, of course, the situation in the U.S. where uh, protesters stormed the Capitol building. One woman was shot and killed. We'll have more on that tomorrow on The Stew Effects. And this is, so this is Stuart, Stuart Myers, The Stew Effect, saying ciao for now.
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Mr. Brian McKnight. When you're down and up, when you're on the street, yeah, yeah. When evening falls so high, I will comfort you. When darkness comes And pain is all All around Like a bridge Over troubled water I will lay me down Like a bridge Over troubled water I will lay me down Yeah Sing along the sea 